Good evening and welcome to the Golden Goal Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Tom um, and today I'm just going to take you through a quick Game Week 10 preview in Fan Team. I'll start off showing you my team, how I'm getting on, um, some quick stats to help you pick your captains, um, and maybe make some, some benching decisions, um, go through some Twitter questions, have a look at the fixtures going ahead, um, who I think are good picks going forwards, etc, etc. Um, so let's get right into it. And first up, I just wanted to quickly show my team. Um, I'm really in nosebleed territory at the moment. So this is my, my one entry to the season-long game. I'm currently 68th overall. Absolutely no idea how I've wangled that. I've also still got my wild card in hand. Um, again, I think, obviously, most of the people listening to this, playing fan team, know the score with fantasy football. And to be honest, I just put my position down to just luck, really. I think one of the key picks I made was Saliba at the start of the season at only 4.5 million. Um, I went with Haaland right from the start. I think other people may have gone for Kane because he's a bit cheaper. And yeah, throughout throughout the period so far, I think the transfers I've made have just always come off. Um, and yeah, while I think the decisions were good, I think I've been been extra lucky in terms of how they turned out. So yeah, really happy with how I'm getting on. You can see my team there, so I won't... Um, Talk through in too much detail each player. Um, but going forward, I think I'm going to leave it pretty much as it is until game week 13 um, after the City and Arsenal blank. Um, so I look to try and wean off the at least some of the City players for the blank, pick some other players, build up my transfers for then, um, and then play my wild card, buy them all back for the run of four fixtures they have until the World Cup. Um, but yeah, the only one I'm sort of the only player I can think of that I'm sort of nervous of not owning is Zaha with the great fixtures that um, that Palace have got. But I'm quite happy that um, the likes of Madison, Martinelli, and Bowen can can run him close or maybe even do better really because we all saw what Bowen did at the weekend. Martinelli's got Liverpool; um, he's up against Trent one on one. So I mean, you've got to fancy him in that game. Um, and then Madison's got a great run as well. So, yeah, really happy with my midfield. And then my strike force, obviously question marks about Mitrovic's fitness. Um, we just have to see how we go with that one, really. Um, Tony's just in there. I think Tony's a, a great pick all, all season. 90-minute um, man on penalties. I think he's shown that he can score against pretty much anyone. Um, so I'm really happy with him. And then just a, a dull, boring bench, really, Aguayhi, Gibbs, White and Perraud. But... Um, the one thing I'm quite happy with in fan team this season is that all three of my bench players all season pretty much have been starting um, and you can go really cheap on your on your bench um, and still pick starting players. So yeah, there we are. That's that's my team. I don't want to bore you too much. Um, and yeah, I'm 68th at the moment, but we're miles away from the end of the season. Um, we're not even halfway. Well, in some cases, not even a quarter of the way through. I don't think we are a quarter of the way through. <clears throat> so yeah, that's my team. Next, I just thought I'd throw up a couple of tweets. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm really struggling today. I've just had a, a protein bar, so it's not agreed with my throat very well. Um, so yeah, these two stats um, from FPL Salah. Again, I mentioned it this week, uh, last week, sorry. But... um. Yeah, FPL Salah is an absolutely fantastic Twitter account for any fantasy player to follow. Every week he puts out a Game Week 10 scoring percentage um, stat tweet. 
um, which tells you based on bookies odds and algorithms so basically like the most advanced football maths prediction tools that there are it gives you a percentage likelihood of the top players in the Premier League to score in any particular game week um, and Haaland is top of that with 73% I don't think I remember seeing a player um, I've really only been in the Twitter world of fantasy football for a couple of years but I don't remember ever seeing a player that high um, so for me and I think for everyone it doesn't need much much discussion but Haaland against Southampton is, is the clear captain for me this week um, and I don't think it's the week to try and go against that Interestingly, next up is Wilson, um, Callum Wilson from Newcastle, who I really actually like as an option. I think if um, Mitrovic is like confirmed to be out for a period of time, I think Wilson is a really good option to hop onto. Um, yeah, just seems to like be a threat every time he plays for Newcastle. We all know he's got a dodgy injury record, but he's just so dangerous when he plays. And I think you know that he'll play for Newcastle um, next weekend as well, so... Yeah, forty-one percent chance of scoring for him. And then you can see the rest on the list. I won't. I won't list them all. And then we just got our clean sheet odds. Um, so interestingly, Chelsea are top of that um, with their game against Wolves. I guess really Wolves don't really pose much attacking threat, so they're at fifty-one percent. City, who have got obviously Southampton, are on fifty. West Ham, who have well, who do West Ham have? West Ham have got Fulham. They're up at thirty-seven percent. Newcastle 36 and then down the list there so I'm quite happy as a double Newcastle defence owner in Trippier and Pope to uh, definitely play both of those for, for game week 10 and I think those of you guys that may have wildcarded and brought in a West Ham defender obviously next week is well this week is the week to, to play one of them as well um, but yeah you can you can look through the rest of that list and make your own decisions but hopefully seeing these stats just allows you to see you know if you've got some difficult benching decisions to make or well, not that the captaincy call this week is difficult, but these tweets every week from Salah really helped me. Um, and I remember a couple of seasons ago, I won one of my mini leagues by picking Nat Phillips towards the end of the season because he was playing consistently for Liverpool and they were topping the clean sheet odds. Um, and yeah, it won me my mini league because I had Nat Phillips in my fantasy team. So these tweets are really useful and I, I wouldn't swear by them. But certainly if you're unsure, you can look to these tweets to help you make those those final decisions about your team. Okay, I just wanted to quickly go through some Twitter questions and then we can wrap up. Um, so Jamie asks us, if you're planning to wildcard in game week 13, do you think a block defence is viable for the last four weeks? If so, do you like any teams defensively for that spell? So he's wildcarding in 13. Um, so credit to, as always, I, I use Ben's um, fixture planning sheet in pretty much every pod, but it's the best best tool for me out there to um, just simply explain what the fixtures are looking like. So game week 13 onwards, I'm just going to drag my cursor down so I can see for myself. So first up, I really like the Palace and Everton runs. I think Palace have... Well, look at the, the fixture run is just ridiculous now up until the World Cup. But I think overall Everton are probably, in my gut says that Everton are a better defence than Palace is at the moment. Um, but there's not really too much in it. So I think between Palace and Everton, I think you're cheapy defenders. Um, you can go block from from 
one of these teams. So like a Cody and Pickford double up from Everton or a Guaita and Guayhi double up from, from Palace. And then the other clear standout for me, because I'm, I'm going to target it in other games as well, is that Man City run from 13 to 16. You've got four fixtures, Brighton, Leicester, Fulham, Brentford. I just think that's a fantastic run to take them to the World Cup. I expect them, they could even keep four clean sheets in these four games. It's that it's that bigger, bigger deal. Um, so yeah, I think I would I would do a, a, a definitely have some Man City defenders, the likes of Laporte in in Cancelo. I think it'd be straight in my team when I wild card in thirteen. And then I also like um, Palace and Everton for their fixtures as well. Um, so yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Uh, Luke Notley asks, so he's still got Son, should he go back to Salah and improve or improve his team elsewhere? His only concern with Son is that he's not hitting 90 minutes. Let's look at these fixtures. See, I really like Son. Um, I said before the Leicester game, I think I said it on this pod, that I just had a feeling that he would do something, especially if Conte benched him, um, which is exactly what happened. And it gave him like the, the onus to to get right back into it and, and score a hat-trick. Um, I just really like Son. I think the guy can score a goal out of pretty much nothing. Um, his shooting is ridiculous. He might not be playing 90 minutes, but with a run of Brighton, Everton, United, Newcastle, Bournemouth, Liverpool, Leeds, like even that Liverpool game that appears to be difficult, he'd be up against Trent running in behind the Liverpool defence. I think he could have a world. He could have a field day against them at the moment. For me, I'm I'm not sure I'd be taking Son out. I really don't. Um, looking at the other like value midfielders that you could downgrade him to, you've obviously got the likes of Zaha and Madison and maybe Bowen. But outside of those three, um, even Bowen, I'm a bit bit doubtful I'd buy him at this stage. I just really like Son, and I don't think I'd be selling him. And I think he actually provides a nice differential. Especially if you don't own Kane, because in game weeks 11 and 12, I probably just captain Haaland and 11, to be fair, against Liverpool. But in game week 12, um, I really don't hate captaining those Tottenham players against United. Um, obviously, the alternative is Salah against West Ham, but I don't mind Son against United. He, he tends to do quite well against them. Um, so, yeah, in summary, I think I'd be holding on to Son if you were to, if you're asking me. And a final question from regular viewer and good mate FPL Shenanigals. Wants me to rate his wildcard draft. He's going to say that his plan to cover the blank is K Dewsbury Hall and <laughs> and Ketchup to come in for Foden and Harland. Um, yeah, I call I'll, I call him Ketchup as well. Um, so he's got Guaita in goal. We looked at those fixtures. Palace um, definitely have the best run up until the World Cup. So I really like that. Justin James Trippier, yeah, Justin, great price. Leicester got good fixtures, kept clean sheet against Forrest. Obviously not looking the most solid. Um, you can't say that you can expect too many clean sheets from him. But a 4.3 million, I don't think that's too bad. i probably just favour Gwehi over him though, I think. I think, yeah, I think I prefer Gwehi to Justin. Um, yeah, you've only got two Palace players, so I think Gwehi's my pick over Justin. And you've got James and Trippier. I think both of them are very good options. Um, James just come off the back of a goal assist and clean sheet in the Champions League. 
Um, you could see him doing that against Wolves, his next fixture. Then he's got Villa, Brentford, United, Brighton, Arsenal, Newcastle. And that's his run to the World Cup. I think those are really nice fixtures. I can see some attacking returns in there. I can see some clean sheets. Yeah, really, really like the run. And then Trippier, he's been really good all season. He's on all the set pieces. Um, his fixtures are Brentford, United, Everton, Tottenham, Villa, Southampton, Chelsea. A couple of tough games in there against United, Tottenham and Chelsea. But um, yeah, I can foresee quite a few few clean sheets in there. And some attacking returns, so really like that defence. He's got Zaha, Foden, Madison, Bowen in midfield. Yeah, I've got to say I really like that as well. <clears throat> I think the real value this year is in those midfielders and I think for the run up until the World Cup like the the 7.5 to to 8.5 million mids look really good especially the likes of Madison, Zaha, Foden and in, in, in Bowen like you have I think they all look great the only thing I would say is that of the four of them West the West Ham fixtures are probably the weakest um, would I pick Bowen? let's have a look if I had all the picks in the world available, would I pick Bowen for Fulham, Southampton, Liverpool? Actually, that's a lie. Because Liverpool's obviously a good fixture at the moment, in my opinion. I think I would target target Liverpool. So yeah, I don't hate that at all in hindsight. I'd retract my comment about Bowen. I think I think that's a really nice team. Yeah, told you about Wilson right at the start, mate. I think I, I really like him. Um, as long as he can stay in the team, I think for the run-up until the World Cup is decent. And he just looks like scoring every time he plays for them. Um, so, yeah, I really, really like that. Then Kane and Haaland. I spoke about um, Spurs being a captaincy option in at least game week 13. And you could obviously go against Haaland against Liverpool, but I'm not sure I'd want to do that. And, yeah, you, you just absolutely have to have Haaland in your team. So I can't really, I can't say anything about that. Bazanu is probably the best of the four million keepers. You could also have the Bournemouth one, Neto. Um, but I can't remember if he's risen in price yet, but don't mind that at all. Um, a couple of players I, I like. Um, I like catch up. I think he's a he's a great option at four four million. You just sit him on your bench, don't you? Um, he's the minimum price of a player in the game. He's looks to be absolutely massive. So. I'd suggest that he carries some goal threat as well, um, and he'll just be there, I guess, mate, if, you, if you've got any emergencies. I'd probably get rid of Dewsbury Hall for Gibbs White if it was me, but ultimately I don't think there's too much between them. Reason being is I know Dewsbury Hall hasn't played all the games this season, um, whereas Gibbs White looks to be, well, obviously the result against Leicester wasn't good, but Gibbs White looks to be nailed in the Forest team, so I think I'd just prefer Gibbs White, and he plays a bit more advanced as well, so... Yeah, I think I'd just prefer Gibbs White over Dewsbury Hall. And then I'm not I'm not sure about Saliba. I can't it's not like I'm gonna tell players you shouldn't pick this player, you should pick this player. That's not really my style. Um but I think there are better options than Saliba, personally. I think you could probably save some money and upgrade elsewhere. Um So yeah, maybe explore that. Because I just he's got a blank. Um, and then his fixtures. Let's have a quick look a second. So yeah, he's got. He expects him to concede against Liverpool. I, I personally would. Leeds might keep a clean sheet. Then he blanks. Then he's got two nice fixtures, and then Chelsea, who he could concede against quite conceivably, and then Wolves. So of the next one to what that seven weeks he's got. 
a blank in two games that I'd expect him to concede in um, before he's even kicked off. So I'm just not sure about Saliba. The rest, though, looks a really solid team. I think that should do us quite nicely. Um, quick one, because it's only me. I'm just jabbering away. <laughs> I hope you didn't get too bored of that. Um, yeah, Sam's had a really busy week of work. I believe he's just um, started playing football again after a, a long period on the sidelines. So he's got a, either some practice or, or a game tonight. So yeah, happy to hear you're back in, Sam. And we'll hopefully, hopefully get him back on next week. We'll have a chat over the weekend about a suitable day for us to record these together and hopefully get back to, to being a duo again. And yeah, if you enjoyed what you saw, leave us a like rating, um, subscribe to the Golden Goal channel because um, we will put out a weekly fan team pod, whether that's just one of us or the two of us together, but we'll give you a preview every week of the uh, the fan team game week. And also every week we put out a poll on our Twitter um, for captaincy. Um, so keep your eyes peeled on the Twitter account up there um, and there'll be a captaincy poll coming your way very soon. So yeah, check that out, even though this week it's pretty pointless, isn't it? Because it's Harland. But anyway, check out the poll. And I'll catch you next week. <laughs>